the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me walk in the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. Confine my heart to your testimonies, not to covetousness. Yes. Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things, and revive me in your way. Mm -hmm. Establish your word to your servant, who is devoted to fearing you. Turn away my reproach, which I dread, for your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your precepts. Revive me in your righteousness. Yes. The Lord, I bless yes. you for the reading of the holy and divine word. The house is now in the Lord. All right. Amen. 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 I'll ask for every day to leave. Leave us in prayer. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, the Lord our God, how great, how marvelous, how magnificent thou art. Lord my God, we are just forever thankful in your truth. Mm -hmm. The fact that the Father, for you are God that loves us so much. Yeah. Lord God, you love us so much until you can willingly send your only begotten Son. Lord God, we just give you praise and honor. Yeah. Thank you for all things that you have and all things that you will do. Yeah. Lord God, asking that you would forgive us for the many faults that you have. Yeah. Lord God, we need you each and every day of our lives. Yes. Lord God, we come to this house. But then the Father, we, your children, we who trust and we who know, yeah. and we who believe wholeheartedly in you, yes. realize that, Father, sometimes we need to be revived. Uh -huh. We need to be energized. Yeah. We need to be motivated, not because we lack anything other than the will to do your will all yeah. the time. Yeah. So, Father, we come asking right now that you will send the preacher man, and when he stands, you proclaim your word. Yeah. Let that word rest on our hearts and our minds, and we be regenerated, revived, and ready to go out proclaiming your glorious name. Lord, that we see in the way we walk, the way that we talk, and everything that we do. Mm -hmm. So, Lord, we can't just even ready to receive what the man is going to give us when we proclaim your word. But, God, we need you always. Yeah. So, let the preacher preach into our spirits, our revived, motivated, motivated, eager. Motivated spirits. Yes, yes. I know that it will come. We have studied and we prepared. And so we, your children, are ready to receive. Yeah. Lord God, we just thank you in advance for what you've done experience. Trust and knowing and always believe in you, dear Father. Yeah. This prayer we give in all the names that we see with yeah. our Son, Jesus Christ.
and I will walk at liberty, for I seek your precepts. I will speak of your testimonies also before kings, and will not be ashamed. And I will delight myself in your commandments, which I love. My hands also I will lift up to your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Amen. At this time, I'd like to welcome all of those that have come in on this Tuesday night. And I know uh, typically, many of us by now, we've got our feet up and watching our shows. It's on demand anything like that because you can watch your shows anytime. I know this is not typical. We thank God that you joined us this day. We're going to take a few moments. Are there any first time visitors or guests in the house of Cedar Top? We won't have you say anything, but we'll just stand up and wave so we can recognize you. First time visitor, I guess, to the house of students. Amen. Amen. Good to have you, my friend. Good to have you. Any more? Any more? Are we live? Yes, We're excited that you're here. We pray that you can already put a warmth in this place. This is home now. You were visiting about 10 seconds ago. Now you're home. I want to greet you. I want to greet those that have joined us again by Facebook Live. We recognize that the same God is blessing here, the same God is blessing you as well. So we're just thankful that you decided to connect with us this evening. Amen. Amen. Let's do this. We're going to move on. I know it's late, but this is critical. Let's take about a minute and a half. That's right. We took two minutes. We're going to take a minute and a half this evening, and we're going to greet each other. Amen. A minute and a half.
and elevate society as we share the love of Jesus. After the next election, the next voice you will hear will be done Reverend Larry Sykes, Associate Pastor of the Consolidated National Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Say, Reverend Sykes, preach the word. Jesus, please me. I want you to. 
And the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. The waters being the wall to them on the right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went in uh, after them into the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen. And in the morning watch, the Lord, in the pillar of fire and of cloud, looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, logging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. The Egyptians said, let's flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea, the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared. And as the Egyptians fled into it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, all the hosts of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea. Not one of them remained. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground to the sea, water being the wall to them on the right hand and on the left. Then thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. Hallelujah. Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians so that the people feared the Lord. And they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of God will stand. I just want to talk about look where he brought me from. Look where he brought me from. I was sitting there and felt the bird and now to uh, change up my introduction based on the song. I don't know about the same person that's love. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about two wings to fly over the water. And uh, this whole time I've been trying to show you that uh, God will so equip you that you won't have to fly over the water. You can walk right through it. <laughs> Uh, this is the point of this section uh, that God equips us with what we need uh, to get through adversity, what seems impossible in front of us. This is a lesson, just allow me to testify for a little bit. The lesson I had to learn pretty early in my life. There are a couple of things that uh, are formative in my life. I was saved. At a young age, came to the knowledge of the Lord at a young age. I was convicted by my sin uh, at a very young age. Uh, it was overwhelming uh, to know as a young child that if I were to die, that I would spend eternity in hell. And so I came to Jesus early. And even though uh, I, I had to. Uh, overcome that initial fear. Y'all, excuse me, I'm just getting my cadence. Now, even though I have overcome that initial fear, uh, I still came on the Lord's side. Yeah. 
I had to grow up Amen. and experience life. You know, at seven years old, you never really experienced much of anything. <laughs> and so, adversity after adversity. I don't want to get too deep in my story. Uh, some of y'all might not want to hear me preach. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I've been through my share of life's ups and downs. All right. Uh, one of the most transformative things that happened to me in the year 2009. Yeah. Difficult year for me. For that year, I was on the phone with my mother, just talking. I was on my way to a conference in Chattanooga. And my mom got another phone call on the landline phone. So I began to hear her screaming at the top of her lungs. She had just received the news that her sister, my aunt, had suddenly died. Three months after that, my pastor, who licensed me in ministry, was sick with cancer. He died. Three months after my pastor died, my mother, who I had listened to scream at the news of the demise of my aunt, I was on the receiving end of the phone call that said, your mama is dead. 47 years old. My mom laid her head down and closed her eyes never to wake up again. Not on this side anyway. And she opened her eyes and glowed. Now, in fact, uh, I'm a Christian. I can contextualize this. I know what happens when we die. But there is a hole that's in my heart. There's a void that's there. There's real pain that's there. I I don't know how I'm going to to, to make it. I'm a young man in college trying to get through school and receive this devastating news. And I was a mama's boy. I was a huge mama's boy. This was a painful experience. My brothers and sisters, life will give you some painful blows like this. Uh, and you cannot control what comes at you, but you can control how you handle it, how you respond to it. And I'm here to shout today because those of you who know Larry Sykes today, you must know that I've been through my share of life up and down. But despite what I've been through, I still have joy. You see the smile on my face. Uh, you might interview some of the staff at Consolidated. They'll say I walk in the door singing every now and then. I'm, I'm a joyful type of person most of the time. I still have joy. I come in here and I still try to preach God's word. And oh, don't let the music get getting right. I'll take off running every now and then. I love to praise God. I love to worship God. I love to shout. I love to praise Him. And it's not because I have not been through pain. It's because despite the pain I've been through, I can look back on my life and see how far God has brought me. This is what I've come to testify. God has so strengthened me after adversity and trial and each victory will some others help you to win. But now I don't need wings to fly over some stuff. God has given me strength and confidence to put my head in the air and run confidently through it because I know if God be for me, he's more than the world than grief than any trial or setback. I'm in a room of some people who bear a testimony. 
I know you do because you got some gray hairs on your head. You've got enough life to look back on and see how good God has been to you. He's opened doors of impossibility. He's made ways out of no ways. He's moved obstacles out of your way so you can walk through unhindered. God has been overwhelmingly kind to you. And when you look back over your life, there ought to be somebody in here on the last night of revival who ain't going to let me preach myself happy, but you're going to get happy right with me. Because you know if it has not been for the Lord, self-destructed, but but I, I, I thank God that my grandma, y'all know my grandma, don't you? She would say stuff like this, through it all, through it all, I learned to trust in the Lord. This is where we've come to in Exodus chapter 14. Can I just give you a recap for those of you who have not been with us these few days? Uh, we began this narrative by sharing how God will often lead us to moments where we are in a jam, where we cannot move forward. Yeah. He will order our steps, but he also orders our stop. Yeah. Now, the reason why God stops us is he has to show us what's in us. Yeah. God shows us critical hearts, cowardice, spirits, critical and complacent dispositions. God reveals to us about ourselves, but also he reveals some stuff to us about who he is. So that when you know who you are and whose you are, you can take the advice of Moses, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. But God, when he orders you to stop, does not want you to be stuck. So after you learn the lessons you need to learn, it's time to move forward. Yeah. It's time to press forward. But you're not just stepping out on thin air. We walk by faith and not by sight. Here the children of Israel are in an impossible situation. They are literally at the mouth of a canal, if you will. They are at the, the banks of the Red Sea. They have mountains surrounding them, wilderness on the side of them. Pharaoh's army is behind them. And here is God's word to them. Stop crying to me and go forward. <laughs> God, how am I going to go forward? You're going to have to learn how to stay in constant communication with God. You're going to have to learn how to pray. You're going to have to learn how to lean on God's power. And his power is greater than any power of the enemy. If you lean on God's power, you can also look ahead for God's it's time to move. When God gives vision, then God also gives provision to make sure you can accomplish the assignment he has for your life. You don't have to figure it out. You need to trust God to work it out. Because the power is not in you, but the power is in God. And if God said it, that settles it, I believe. I'm walking by the word of God. But all what I today and how I come to celebrate is because after you've learned those lessons and made your journey forward through what you thought was an impossible situation, God wants you to get on the other side of it and look back at 
that bread he's brought you from. So that you can brag or boast about how strong and wise and ingenuous you were. But so that you can give God the glory for bringing you how far he's brought you. Put your full trust in God. So you would no longer 
say, not my will, but thy will be done. Not my way, but your way is what's best for me. I'm not able, but you're more than able. This goes back to the word of God. If God said it, you can trust it and do it. This is why I'm talking to no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how impossible your obstacle is before you. Do you trust the word of God? This is why Proverbs 3 and 5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That word direct your path means he will make your path straight. Better yet, it means that he will make your path smooth. <laughs> life is awfully rocky when you're trying to live life without Jesus. But all if you would trust in the word that he gives, God knows how to direct your path even through obstacles. Even through bad circumstances, even through difficult moments, God will direct you. This is why you can trust in the Lord, because he's a good director. Wings 
anger endures but for a moment. But his favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning time. Is there anybody here who's waiting on the morning period? I dare you to keep on trusting God. Keep on holding on to God. Even in the dark night of your life. Because any moment morning is coming. You want to thank God for the fact that God says that I will lead the blind in a way that do not know. And in paths that they have not known. I myself will guide them. Maybe you 
team that's worried when you leave these doors and turn on the news and see all of the, the catastrophe and chaos in our land. You ain't never got to worry because God fights for his people. Yeah. You might be in an uncomfortable situation as you're trying to figure out what next step to make. You need to have this confidence before you even move forward. And no matter what obstacle comes against you, that God will fight for his people. What I'm trying to say is God is on your side. That's a miracle.
yet if you go to the gym, excuse me, to the zoo rather, you see them enclosed in a fence. That's maybe three feet high. That's because African dogs do not jump where they cannot see. <laughs> and I think that you and I can be trapped in the same way. We don't move because of what we don't see. I want you to look at God and see God so that we can move beyond the trappings that often keep us there. We don't walk by what we see. Designed to be so much more than what you are. I know that it's true for all of us because we're not protected until we get to glory. Yes. So while we're here, we still are a little more important. And you're not going to make it unless you trust in God. Yeah. It's time to wait, move when it's time to move, and rejoice when the Lord leaves. surrounded by people and still feel like you're by yourself. I praise you today because despite all those feelings and circumstances, I'm still here. I'm still here by the grace of God. I don't want to be selfish in that claim. I pray that's true for every person on the side of They know what it's like being Far worse has happened to them than what's happened to me. I thank you that they're still here trusting you, that they can look back and have a testimony of where you are. That they learn how to wait, they learn how to walk, they learn how to worship. That you're always delivering and bringing us back. May this victory propel us for the next one. May this deliverance ready us for the next one. So that when we're again in a tight spot, like the children of Israel, we will not be tempted to go back to Egypt. Get Egypt out of us. Help us to know of the joy of serving you. Thank you for every person. 